0: Welcome to episode 148 of the Fitness Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Schlag. On today's episode, we're going to do a little bit of current events. A post was made by someone who has a lot of power in the fitness industry earlier this week, and everyone's had a hot take on it, and I'd like to share mine with you. I feel like there are some key points that were not touched on in relationship to this post, and I think you're going to find some value there. Let's go. Hello and welcome to the episode. Always a great part of my week to get to talk to you here and share things that I think will be relevant to you and that you will relate to. What I want to talk about today is an Instagram post that was published earlier this week. A certain celebrity trainer shared an Instagram Reel showcasing her washboard abs with the sound, you know how you can do the reels with somebody else's audio. I know that confuses some people. And actually on this person's video, there were people saying, what has happened to so-and-so's voice? And I was like, that's not her. That's Michael from the office. (laughs) She's just mouthing those words. So this particular reel shows this celebrity trainer, very powerful person in the fitness industry, has been for a really long time, I used to be a big follower of hers way before I was a trainer. Um, I think she gives a lot of dangerous advice generally. Uh, and this one was certainly no different. She is on this reel showing her washboard abs, pulling her shirt up, showing her very, very um, trim figure washboard abs with the sound of Michael from the office saying, Am I a hero? I really can't say, but yes while the words come up on the screen that say, showing women everywhere that abs are possible in your 40s. (laughs) I have so much to say about this. Let's start here. Having visible abs at any age, not heroic, is just not heroic. There are many heroic things, and a person's ability to have visible abs not one of them, (laughs) just not even close, we're going to talk in a minute about what it actually takes to get visible abs. Now, I do think that many women over 40 think that physically they've passed their prime, that it's all downhill from here on out. And realistically, our society values youth, and that is made abundantly clear. There is also so much misinformation on the loose about aging and weight gain, menopause and weight gain. And for all of these reasons, I do think that seeing women in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and beyond who are fit, healthy, active, and doing things with their bodies, having physical experience that blasts through stereotypes of what it means to be, quote unquote, older women is important. Look, I think that that is important. But I'd argue that showing your washboard abs and calling yourself a hero for doing so, for having those abs, without explaining what it took for you to get them is not heroic, useful, or being the healthy role model, the expander that women need. My good friend Amanda Thebe recently put together a reel showing women over 50, deadlifting, squatting, hiking, cycling, doing muscle-ups, push-ups. I was honored to be part of that powerful piece of media that displays what is possible for women over 50. For some of these women, myself included, I'm in far better shape now than I was before middle age. And I'm not just referring to my physique here, like aesthetically what I look like, though that's definitely a piece of it. Since my mid-40s, I've looked better than I ever did before. But also, I'm stronger. I have a better relationship with food, the scale, my body. I'm more confident in my physical capabilities and more willing to try new things, both things that are physical and other things. I think modeling these things is needed and useful. Okay, back to our self-proclaimed hero with the washboard abs and two things that she did not say. Number one, she did not share that genetics played a huge role in her ability to achieve those visible abs. Where you store excess fat the length of your torso, how low a body fat percentage you need to be for your, to be how low your body fat percentage needs to be for you to have visible abs. All of that is controlled by genetics. When I was at my absolute leanest, I was painfully, painfully thin. When I look back at pictures of me in my mid forties, I think, Ooh, that was kind of scary thin. And I still only had a four pack, only had a four pack my lower abs still had a small layer of fluff. For me to get a six pack, which I chased for a long time, I would have had to be incredibly restrictive to a degree that I wasn't willing to be. And to keep that six pack would have required unending dietary vigilance. Some people can just naturally sit at a higher body fat percentage than I was and have visible abs. And that is just the way the cookie crumbles. All right. This brings me to the second point our Fitzbo non-hero left out, and that is lifestyle. The lifestyle that one has to lead to both attain and maintain visible abs is not one that most people are actually interested in living. The calories can be ridiculously low, especially for petite females. The hypervigilance around macro tracking Like what that requires, I've done it. I have done it. And trying to get that lean requires things like bringing your own food and Tupperware to the family get-together, turning down spontaneous trips to get ice cream with the family more often than not, usually adding in long bouts of steady state cardio daily on top of a high step count and training five to six times per week. It's like a part-time job to get visible abs for many, 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 I'd even say most people. Our so-called hero didn't share that. She didn't share that. So ask yourself, is that what I really want? Is what I just described, does that align with your personal values of what you want for your life? For most of us, the answer is no. Now, that's not to say you might still not have physique goals. For many of us, we still do and will have physique goals, even with that knowledge I just shared with you in your mind. And a flatter stomach can be part of that if you want. Washboard abs, visible six-packs, those are extreme. But if you want to have like less softness in your midsection, that is attainable in a much more sustainable way. One thing to be aware of in the menopause transition is that as our estrogen declines, as it's supposed to do, okay, as it declines, where we store our excess fat shifts. We begin to store more excess fat in our midsection. So if you are noticing a bit of a new belly in perimenopause, in menopause, and if you're like, am I there yet? If you're in your mid to late 40s, you're probably there. If you're noticing a bit of a new belly, that's why. Also important to point out that you will lose that belly fat the same way you lose fat anywhere else in your body. It's a sustained calorie deficit. There is no special belly fat protocol. There are no foods you have to ban. There are no special exercises you have to do or can do to lose that fat. There is no way to target it with exercise. There is no supplement, pill, shake, powder, or gadget you can buy to melt, burn, torch, or whatever other fiery descriptive verb the marketers can come up with. Okay, none of that applies. I think it's also worth saying, don't let anyone's judgment that you shouldn't care about aesthetic goals make you feel bad for caring about aesthetic goals. Your goals are your goals and there's nothing wrong with having an aesthetic goal. I do think it's worthwhile to add on to that aesthetic goal a performance goal simply because taking the full focus off of that solely aesthetic goal can be a much more mentally freeing place to live while still leading you toward your aesthetic goal. Focusing on something like doing your first push-up. You want to get toned, pairing the training required to do push-ups, to do a really good push-up, combining that training with the nutrition required to lose fat will get you there. They're gonna get you to your aesthetic goal. And the day to day process, both mentally and physically, involved in chasing a push-up, it's just more fun than the day-to-day process involved in chasing fat loss. Like they dovetail nicely together. You'll be doing both of them, but having this other goal, this non-physique goal to focus on at the same time can just make the process much more rewarding and less mentally stressful. It doesn't have to be a push-up. That's just one example. It could be things like squatting your body weight or deadlifting one and a half times your body weight, doing your first chin-up. That's a great one. Hiking the Tour de Mont Blanc. So many options, but coming up with a performance goal that can dovetail with your physique goal can really help put you in a better headspace as you work towards that aesthetic goal. I want to leave you with this today. Your age does not define you. Your body does not define you. Your body is the vessel through which you experience this life. And as Drs. Lexi and Lindsay Kite from Beauty Redefined say, Your body is an instrument, not an ornament. Love you. Look forward to talking to you again next week. Hope this has been helpful. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Fitness Simplified Podcast. I hope you found it motivational, inspirational, educational, organizational. If you did find value in this episode today, it would mean a great deal to me if you would leave a rating and review on whatever podcasting platform you are listening to this episode on. It really does help to get this podcast in front of other people. Thanks so much for being here.